from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Any of your football items, gambling, futuristic looks, bets, Heisman odds, all that stuff. Andrew in the 912, which is down in Georgia, up and down the coastline, says, guys, I'm not a gambler. He wants to know, Brad, explain laying the points. What does that mean when they say that? Yeah, laying the points is basically just saying, you know, another term for betting the favorite. So, uh, laying the points. So, I'm going to lay three, meaning, uh, you know, I'm going to bet a three-point favorite. Uh, so, lay the points. Take the points means uh, bet the underdog. So, you're taking three uh, three points. So, uh, that's all it is, just general vernacular. I'm sure somebody's done this. I I believe I've seen it. But there is there are some folks that put out, like, a key, and it gives you – gambling vernacular and what it actually means that would help some people probably yeah absolutely i mean it is it almost seems like a you got to be part of the club so to speak if you're foreign to it but uh yeah i mean if you just google gambling terms or uh or you know sayings and whatnot i mean you'll find a whole listing of, of all the stuff is there New new terms from time to time arise. Is there a new popular term in gambling that maybe you hear but we don't hear? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, something that I wasn't in my vernacular a couple years ago was same-game parlays. Uh, right. I, uh, the SGPs, I mean, if you want to you know, make it you know, an acronym, but... Uh, uh, that wasn't in my uh, gambling vernacular just a couple years ago, and that seems to be the the most popular trend among, uh, uh, I would say, inexperienced betters. Jim in Jupiter, Florida State fan, wants to know. I'm going to change his question around a little bit. 
He's 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 talking about in this text when he could tell that Florida State was going to be undefeated and get left out of the playoffs. By the way, ESPN was acting. Brad, was there a moment where you changed your opinion and you said Florida State's not going to get in? Yeah, good question. Uh, yeah, it was the morning of a few hours. Uh, there was markets available, so uh, I bet it. I ended up betting, you know, Alabama's going to make it. Florida State's not. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, there, there were some markets where, I mean, Florida State went from, I think it was, don't, don't quote me on this as far as exact odds, but after they beat Louisville, well, number one, the telecast, if you're paying attention, they were pretty pro. Florida State in that telecast, even though they were Florida State by definition exceeded expectations in that game against Louisville because they easily covered the spread. But uh, they went from after right after winning that game, they were like minus three hundred, minus four hundred Florida State to make the playoff. And man, but by Sunday morning, a few hours before the selection show, it was like even money type of thing. And not like that, that that's a real liquid market. But my my goodness, uh, when something like that moves, it kind of gives you. It's no different than you know draft positions and whatnot. Somebody probably knows something there because the, the, in a market like that, there's ability to have direct inside information. Hey, we're going to select this team. Hey, we're going to select this player, so to speak, like a draft. Uh, and I, I took advantage of it. Not not like I was able to bet thousands and thousands of dollars, but it was a nice win for me. I, I bet no on. Yes, on Alabama, no on Florida State. The part about that whole story, Brad, that jumped out at me, and maybe it's because I'm an on-air guy. This is what I do, and I I have to use words for a living. I have to put them together for a living. But you've got ESPN, this monstrosity, and you have this committee. Now, this these committee members don't work for ESPN, but they're all former coaches very veteran people in this visible world we're in of football and media. Yeah. And you have Boo Corrigan, who's an AD and from a very famous family. Uh, his dad was the AD at Notre Dame before he got into the business. All of that, right? And immediately, when the Florida State quarterback goes down with the injury, the next time they have the Tuesday night show, they ask him about it. And he said, we did not take into account, nor will we take into account, the quarterback's injury, which is a flat-out lie. Why would you say that when you're going to have to come back and correct it, which they never really verbally corrected it? You have to set the audience up early that it is possible that that injury is a problem. That, to me, was a huge PR blunder. Agree. Uh if they were doing it appropriately, I mean, you could take and, uh, you know, kind of pivot towards the gambling side. Right. If they would have, you know, taken a, a gambling approach, just pop, you just drop Florida State immediately right after that, like, like I did in my power rings. I dropped Florida State like six points, uh, which was more than six spots. I think they dropped outside of the top ten as far as a power rating immediately because they didn't have their quarterback. So had they done, I mean, they're not going to do something that drastic, but had they dropped them a few spots, Right away, then, then they could have saved themselves uh, from what ended up happening, obviously, on championship week. But uh, I don't know. I, they did. They, they were the life draft that they had last year was it was the final year of the four team playoff, and they could get away with it because 
we're moving to a 12 team or a 14 or, or you know today it might be a 16 team playoff i don't know but uh they, they were kind of you know allowed to do whatever they wanted last year <laughs> brad i know you're a huge fan of this the latest is with a 14 teamer and the other day we saw where the big 10 and the sec want a guarantee of three each but the next uh little niblet we got yesterday was two buys and it's got to be a big 10 or sec school they get one each how about that uh, it gets worse by the day I, <laughs> no, it doesn't the get people in charge, I, that's what i mean i mean i people ask me about it. I, it's terrible but i mean ask me in a week and i'll probably be worse uh <laughs> the people that are in charge in college football don't love college football I'll just put it that way. And no different than I always say this. I think college football more than any sport reflects where we're at as a country. No different than the country. Uh, the people that are in charge of the country don't necessarily love the people that, uh, that they serve. No different in college football. I just, I, I don't get it. I, something that, I mean, it was, if you know, I, a lot of people, I mean, there was a reason why a lot of people gravitated towards college football instead of the NFL for, for, for many, many decades. And a lot of that's gone. And it wasn't like some, oh, it, you know, over the course of multiple decades, it kind of faded away. No, I mean, in a matter of just a few years, uh, everything you know about the sport, completely upheaval. So I, I, I would say it's, it's going to be very tough for me to be a fan. Uh, it's going to be strictly business for me. It's just, you know, I, I'm here to make money as far as betting it. But uh, me really enjoying it uh, like I did for most of my life, I mean, them days are coming to an end, it seems like. Kevin in Mule Town says, I've got a buddy who's a high roller in Vegas, and he he sent me this guy's success story. This guy is a pretty high roller, I would say. Says, several sportsbook limit on what he can bet, so he doesn't go to those anymore. He wants to know, why would a sportsbook not let you bet what you want? Seems like bad business to me. MGM lets him bet what he wants. They cater to him, and they take care of him. Uh, I mean, if somebody – I don't understand it either. If a guy's really sharp and he gets in front of the number, why wouldn't you want that information if he's, you know, a guy that's going to basically tell you the future? Whether you got to pay him to do that, I mean, it's kind of like having your own, uh, you know, research department for you. Right. Hey, th- this guy, you know, wins. Uh, let's get out in front of it and you know, let's let him bet whatever he wants, at least early on in the process. Uh, and then we can get an idea uh, of where the line should be made as far as uh, that particular sport. But then uh, on the sportsbook side of things, hey, if, if something's costing you, you're running as a business and something's costing you money, uh, why not eliminate, <laughs> get rid of the thing that's costing you money there, aka the, 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 the sharper better that, that's, you know, you know, <laughs> betting into you. Uh, you're paying him out. You don't want to do that anymore, but you still have a big enough customer base. Uh, especially a majority of the people of that customer base are losing. They are paying you. Why not eliminate the stuff that you're paying out? So I, I can see both sides to it, believe it or not. So you're saying, and I've, I've never thought about it from that angle. You're saying there's an advantage if you were to let him bet because you can learn. If he's that good, you can learn from him. And yeah, I mean, if you got an experienced bookmaker uh, that knows what he's doing, yeah, you want to take that. You want that action. You want guys like myself to bet into you. That way, you know, you don't want me betting it. Like, if I had the answers to the test on game day, which no one really does anymore uh, because it's such a liquid market and it's tough to beat stuff on game day, 
Uh, but, uh, you know, and you don't want me beating you up, uh, you know, but my average bet size is six figures. You don't want something like that. But what you do want is earlier in the week, a guy that usually has the answers to the tester, you know, not necessarily, oh, he wins every single time he bets, but he wins more than he loses. And more importantly, he gets in front of the line move of where it should be. Why wouldn't you take that guy's bet earlier in the week for a thousand, a couple thousand? That's, uh, you know, a pretty fair limit. It doesn't seem like that's, you know, hurting you too bad as far as the bottom line. I don't understand why more books don't take that approach. The only reason I'm still living here in Vegas right now is because the book that does that more than any book in the United States, uh, as far as, I'm not counting obviously the offshore stuff uh, in faraway places, but Circus Sports, that's how they book me. They take a guy's bet like myself. They don't limit me, and then they, they'll move and, and uh, you know adjust their lines accordingly off of a guy like myself's action. So uh, that, that, that's how bookmaking was done for many decades here in Vegas, and it's how it should still be done. But uh, some of the newer books, uh, and I don't want to name names because uh, I don't want to get you guys in trouble for sponsorships, but a lot of the newer books just don't take that philosophy. More Brad Powers as we continue. We'll let you know how you can get his service as well. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Still on the scene of this crash on 24 westbound at Haywood Lane. It's over to the side now, but it did slow down that traffic coming through that section of Antioch. It was already busy enough. All that traffic trying to get in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, up through the Antioch area. Again, it's over to the side, but it's still heavy up through there. It's still also uh, crowded there at Briley Parkway uh, going uh, westbound right at I-24 as they clean up that wreck near Brick Church Pike. Prince's Hot Chicken's got you covered with catering. Check out their website for more information at Prince's Hot chicken.com i'm commander chuck with your on-time traffic in a single moment everything can change when a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt it's shown a spotlight on the importance of cpr readiness now with youth sports in full swing the american heart association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency to be ready learn hands-only cpr it's a skill anyone can learn in minutes visit heart.org slash hands-only cpr and become a lifesaver today your brain is an amazing thing but as you get older it naturally begins to change causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall thankfully the breakthrough in prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory the secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times national survey of pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. 
Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King show. Like I mentioned, I thought Nick had a good five years still left in it. This one comes as a complete shock to me. If I sat here and said, I had a feeling, guys, Nick was trending, I'd be lying. I'd just be, that'd be the host trying to act like he knew something he didn't know. Why would I present that to you? I am shocked. I was taken aback by it. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. spends more time staring at depth charts than any man in any universe ever. It's Bill King. Brad Powers with us. Fridays. Brad, since you've lived out there for a while now, how common is it to have somebody that is considered a pro that has a pretty good reputation and they ended up just completely exploding their portfolio just just somehow some way they just got run out of vegas they just started losing uh yeah you're, you're talking this so they move out here they, they probably run good uh they probably bet above their means and they, and they go bust is what you're basically saying they do well. They get a decent reputation, maybe a good reputation. Yeah, they're probably betting beyond their means, but they're doing well with it, which makes it more dangerous because of their confidence level, and then, boom, they're just done. I would say that that happens a vast majority of the time. It happens all the time, to be right. honest with you. I. That's why I went when any – I mean, I'll give you an example. The, the guy that got a lot of publicity around the Super Bowl late in the season, and whatnot, he was, you know, advertising because he was, you know, one of the finalists for the the, the Circus Survivor contest. And then uh, he bet a million dollars as far as the Super Bowl, and the guy is just a total fraud. I think Sean Perry's his name, and uh, already going bust. I think he took down his Twitter account because he's just a total fraud. Happens all the time, and it's usually. When I see guys that, that that consistently, and the Super Bowl is completely different as far as making a big bet, they'll take a big bet from anybody because it's the Super Bowl. But when I see guys that are, have the ability to make million dollar bets on random games, to me, it actually the people, other people think, oh, that guy must know something, or or that guy's a you know a big time winner. He's betting a million dollars on a game. I think opposite. I think big time loser. If they're get, allowing you to bet a million dollars on a football game. Uh, I, I, you're losing somewhere. Uh, you, you, you might be losing. Maybe you're not losing as a sports better, but it, maybe you're a big time, you know, p- poker player. Maybe you're big time and you're losing at the tables, the blackjack tables, uh, and whatnot, the roulette tables. Uh, 
the, the, the casinos are in the business to make money, and they always show a profit. They just always do. I mean, that that didn't come from nowhere. As far as the, the house always wins, uh, they, they don't like people beating them. Uh, and, and maybe you can get one over on them uh, for a little while, but but in the end, uh, the house wins. So uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the people that bet above their means and really flaunt it. I mean, there, there's a lot of people that win and win consistently, but they're, they're, those people you don't know because you don't hear about them. They keep it quiet and. and the more you win, the more you have to be quiet because you don't want to draw attention to yourself. The people that you know immediately win big and they you know draw attention to themselves. Those people overwhelmingly, and it's just not uh, uh, going back to your example. Ninety plus percent of those people go bust, and they really go bust within a year. And again, I'm an amateur, but to me, this is common sense because I'm not an amateur in the stock market. And there are some similarities there. There's a lot of differences, too. But in the stock market, early success with a newcomer is actually incredibly dangerous. I mean, you'd rather win than lose, of course, but it creates this sense that it's not realistic. And I would think out there, guy gets in there, and let's say he starts with a hot streak, his mind... And his euphoria, think about the body, the chemicals of the body, the euphoria he's feeling. This guy's thinking now about Brad, a Lambo, and how big a mansion he can have. And maybe he's just barely got six figures. That guy gets killed, doesn't he? He gets destroyed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> now, I, I don't want to immediately dis, you know, regard everybody. There might be somebody, and you can that figure it out within two sentences correct. of the guy, the way he operates and yeah. carries himself, right. uh, there might be, you know, because it's a relatively, sports gambling still relatively new. It's not a, what I would consider a, a mature industry. Uh, there might be somebody that has something that, that, that no one's even thought of yet, especially with, with advancements in, in AI and whatnot, and maybe he just knows something that other people haven't thought of yet. So I, I don't want to disregard those types of people, but they're not going to carry themselves like the guy that flaunts it in front of you. I mean, like you mentioned, he's bringing the million-dollar case, and he's flipping open the thing and putting the million dollars down. Those yeah. people almost always, and I'm even being kind, almost always go bust. I mean, almost always go bust within a few months. You, just, you can tell right away if a guy is going to be in it for the long term or not. Royal pain. And, Brad, I do think you bet some of these in the spring. Wants to know, do you think the UFL will ever get traction as a decent betting market or volume over time? That's a good question. Yeah, probably not. Uh, the, the, I mean, obviously, the, the big thing coming up here is college basketball just dominates March. Uh, if they can find, you know, if they can get some the, the key is going to be consistency. I know they've had different leagues. Now they combine to one another. If they can get some consistency over a course of the years, get a set schedule, okay, then this is when the, the sport's going to happen in these specific dates as far as the sports betting calendar, then it can gain traction. Will, will they be able to survive that? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, any of these other, you know, football leagues that have been tried over the last 30, 40 years outside the NFL just haven't worked long term. So, uh, if they have good leadership and uh, like no other business, if they have a plan, uh, if they have some money uh, and uh, they, 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 they have the ability to, to last through some tough times over the first couple of years, then sure, I think there'll be a market for it. And honestly, uh, gambling can help them prop that business up, not only from the you know sponsorships as far as 
uh, the, the sports book sponsoring the FanDuel's, the DraftKings of the world, but, uh, you know, people betting. Uh, if they do bet it, they have more interest in it. <laughs> so, uh, they, they just got to survive a couple years. And once it gets, you know, ingrained into people's minds that, okay, March Madness is over, I can bet some spring football. I'm not a big baseball guy, so to speak, but, you know, spring football is here, and I can bet this in, in April and May. The draft's going on, so, you know, spring games are going on. So I am starting to think about football a little bit, the magazines and whatnot come out in May. Uh, if they can survive that, then, then yeah, football's king. So uh, they just got to be able to, uh, to, to, to manage it one year without having mishaps as far as funds and whatnot. What percentage of guys in your category, veterans who have had success, narrow down what they're going to concentrate on to basically one sport like you do in football. Don't most of them bet around 12 months a year or not? Yeah, most of them do. Uh, it's a complicated question because right, uh, guys that bet, just bet for a living, yeah, of course they're going to go 12 months. Now, they, they, they're still going to specialize in their sport, but they're going to, since they're betting, it's a day-to-day job for them. They're going to outsource and get their information from other people that specialize in different sports, but they're still going to be betting on a 365 basis because that's what they do. Uh, I'm a little different because I have multiple incomes coming in. I have my betting income coming in. I have obviously I, I sell picks and information, uh, so that's coming in. Uh, and then you know I'm also in content and media, so that, there's that money coming in. So that kind of allows me to only focus on one sport uh, because I got different revenue streams coming in, so I'm a little bit unique in that regard. Uh, your average guy that sells picks, he's going to bounce from sport to sport because that's his money. He's not, he's not necessarily a better. Uh, you know, they, he's what I call a handicapper. He sells picks, and uh, he'll just bounce from sport to sport because that's the money. That, that's his income coming in. He's not necessarily a better, and there's a lot of these guys. In fact, I think more often than not, the guys that you see that sell picks don't necessarily bet. So, there's different ways, sort of speak, to skin the cat here, but uh, a majority of people are betting. And I'll be honest with you, I, I just don't have it in me, even compared to the average guy. I don't need to have action every day. That's, just, that's very uncommon for people, not only the professionals, but just general gamblers. I, I just have never had that in me to, to, to have to need to bet every single day. It's just not there for me the like it is for i would say 90 percent of people that are in the industry yeah very few have it under control like you that's a small <laughs> because again it's that euphoria it's it's a high they get out of it um i was gonna you just brought something up though i've never thought of this either you're saying there's a good majority or number of guys that you can see advertised wherever about their picks they get paid for their picks, and they do not gamble. I thought they all gambled. Wow. No, no, I would say <laughs> 75% of those people do not gamble. Wow. Maybe maybe that's a, a little high now, but, but, I mean, pre-legalization, I mean, these people are sound, and I, I know for a fact, I don't want to name names because it will be like I'm throwing people under the bus. Even some very big-time names do not bet. Uh, they, 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 they think of some of the bigger names as far as handicappers and whatnot. Uh, they do not bet. You can tell. You can tell the way they operate. I mean, I can tell you within two sentences if somebody's betting <laughs> or not. So, uh, 
a lot of them don't. It is what it is. I'm not saying it's a bad thing or whatnot, but uh, I don't know. Uh, at least with me, good, good, bad, or indifferent. Am I the best handicapper in the world? No, uh, but uh, I'm very forthcoming when it comes to, yeah, I bet. So I'm with you. I'm, uh, almost an overwhelmingly majority of the time, uh, I'm right there with the people. I, 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 I hear the pain when I'm losing. Jeff, too. Says, ask Brad, the NFL Combine is currently underway. Does Brad pay much attention to the Combine and the way of his future bets on the NFL, or does he ever make any bets on the draft in general? Brad, you said a couple of years ago dudes made 600, or, or they made six six figures just betting the draft. Now, that was 2020, yeah. though, right? Yeah, I mean, those days are probably coming to an end. I mean, hey, you have an edge of the books, like I mentioned, to tie all this conversation in this morning i mean uh they're, they're especially covid year when there was nothing going on and and the, the the books wanted you know people's action uh they really got you know they allowed people to bet even professionals at the they allowed them to bet the draft and there was a few years there where it was really really good it's always been good obviously because of the like i mentioned earlier the ability to have inside information i mean it's it's not an event you know a sport you gotta play it's literally, you know, hey, I'm hearing from, you know, guys that are, you know, well inside the, the organization. They're looking at, you know, not necessarily so-and-so specific player, but at this particular position, they're going to go offense. Well, then you can start narrowing it down from that point. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was really good for them, but uh, it's gotten less and less. I mean, last year I could tell that it, it started going away. Uh, just books aren't offering uh, as much on the draft, believe it or not, when they probably should be expanding it because it's more and more popular. And more importantly, they're just not not, not taking big bets. Yeah, I mean, you can bet it if you want, but, I mean, you bet 100 bucks on it. So tough to make six figures on a bunch of $100 bets. So uh, it's something that's really good. It's something that's still really beatable in the calendar year. It's something, yeah, I do bet. Uh, but I, I would say a few years ago during COVID, 2020 and 2021, I mean, I, I, I had over 100 bets on the draft. Last year, when I probably should because my bankroll is as big as it's ever been and I'm well-sourced and I have better edges, you would think, oh, okay, he's betting more than ever before. No, I probably only had like 20 or 30 bets on the draft just because I'm limited. I couldn't get uh, I couldn't get what I wanted to get, so it's tough. I mean, to put, I'll give you an example, and this is just me. It's not like I'm some draft expert, but a couple of years ago, uh I got a sneaky suspicion uh, on a particular uh, what was going to happen at the top of the draft. I went to a sportsbook here in Vegas, uh, and I, would, I was betting at – I got there before they officially opened, but you could still bet at the kiosk here. Those are the machines that you can go up to. Right. And I made a few bets on it, and I was only betting a few hundred bucks, and uh, the, they took the entire draft – they took the entire draft off the board, not just the one I was trying to bet. Uh, it was basically who was going to go number one and number two. They took everything off the board where I couldn't bet it, and they never put it back up. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's all it takes. So, I mean, you, it, it's tough to beat it. You uh, sitting it there at a kiosk, shut it down. Yeah, I just had a kiosk at 5 <laughs> in the morning on a Monday. Because what was happening was, okay, it will, Vegas used to be everything. The end, I mean, it was everything. Right. I noticed that the market, I was up because I, I wake up. I have that farmer mentality in me still. Uh, I was up and I saw that the East Coast, the East side of things, and those markets were already moving. And the, the Draft Kings or whatever, the Fanduels of the world were already reacting on this news. 
and I saw that this particular sports book was, they're open. I can bet it. I got to go there in person, but they had not moved it yet. So I was like, yeah, I'll just drive down there and try to make some bets, see what I can get down. I didn't want to get flagged because if I, I tried to make, you know, immediately like a thousand dollar bet or $500 bet, it would get flagged and I probably wouldn't be able to bet it. So I, what I was trying to do was sneak in a bunch of like hundred, two hundred dollar bets and I could really add it up without them noticing and flagging it. Well, I made a couple of hundred dollar bets, two hundred dollar bets, and they ended up taking the whole menu down. Meaning they just took the draft. You could not bet the draft, any prop uh, on the draft. Took it down, they never put it back up. Wow. You were telling me, and I don't know if you just mentioned it, but you knew a guy that sat there in 2020, I guess, and just on the draft, like we mentioned, made a couple hundred grand or something. Just sitting there. Yeah, there's a hundred grand on the draft. Yeah, there was one book. I mean, I I don't like to toot my own horn, but I, I that year I, I was just betting over under draft positions. Man, you know, that was a, a twenty or thirty thousand dollar win for me, and I was just betting guys over or under draft positions because they they were off like fifty, sixty spots, meaning uh, <laughs> they're off a couple rounds. They had a guy over under draft position like a hundred when, when it should have been like forty. Meaning, you know, they had him 100 at the tail end, you know, late third rounder, early fourth rounder, and uh, should have been an early second round type pick. I mean, it was constantly. They offered like 100-some guys on the draft. So basically, almost anybody that would get drafted, they were offering their draft position. It was incredible. Uh, that lasted a year. Another couple minutes with Brad when we come back. Omni National Hotel. Wrapping up this earlier wreck we had on 24 westbound at Haywood Lane. There's still a lot of volume out through there coming in through Antioch from Rutherford County as well on 24 westbound. Headed towards Nashville, again leaving Murfreesboro. Still crowded down through Millersville on 65 southbound. There's still some stop and go at times. 65 south here at Trinity Lane with that traffic volume just still being a little bit heavy. Hey, 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online. Check them out at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville 
double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, a division of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Maybe it's a overreaction on Monday, but I'm going to move it forward for me. Pump the brakes a little bit on Kyle Shanahan. He's got to do it to be included as he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Now, right now, I would say Andy Reid is one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he's one of the best coaches of all time. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNF. Best college football talk on the planet presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel, The Bill King Show. On the text line 615-844-5600, John and the 402. Ask Brad what two or three coaches which are likely to be fired before the end of the season. He has Billy Napier in there, but this is John and Scottsdale. Anybody besides Napier you would place in jeopardy? I mean, obviously that's uh, the most obvious one, especially when you take into consideration the schedule uh, that's going to be faced uh, this year for Florida. I don't see a pathway to full eligibility, which is saying something. Uh, So, yeah, that's – most obvious one. Mm. As far as other ones, uh, coaches uh, on the hot seat. I mean, there's so much turnover. All these guys are relatively new, so it's tough to hurt. It's not like a guy that's been on the hot seat for several years. I would say an important year for. I mean, this is in the weeds, but Ball State head coach Mike New, I think, is up against it there. This could be his last year uh, there, especially he lost his key defensive coordinator Tyler Stockton to Boise State. Again, that's really deep diving into this, but I, I would think he's kind of on the chopping block. Only in year two, but Satterfield at Cincinnati better show some improvement, or that could be one where uh, he could be two and out there at Cincinnati. They just I, I'm not a fan of that hire. So there's a couple at least come to, uh, to mind off the top of my head. Sam Pittman does not need another bad year. Obvious one that I missed, yes. Sam, and I would guess, I bet Arkansas's win total under five and a half. If that cashes, and I wouldn't make the bet if I didn't think it would cash, he's not going to be at Arkansas in 2025. So, yeah, he, Sam, this is Sam Pittman's last year. 
Kevin in Mule Town. Ask Brad what's his favorite sports book. He says, I think Circa is the coolest, but I do not like the neighborhood. Says, I like Bellagio, the Bellagio best. Very comfortable setting and good people that work there. Yeah, I can see that Fremont Street's probably not for everybody. Uh, I'm always going to say Circa because they take my action, they take my bets. That's where I bet the most. It's you right. know one of the biggest uh, in the world as far as the scene there. If you can, you know, get over the the goofy people on Fremont Street, uh, yeah, that would be always be my number one. Now, off the beaten path, uh, I, I'll tell you, I, I I like South Point. I like the whole atmosphere on South Point. I'll give you the lowdown quickly. If you're on a budget and you're coming to Vegas and you want the most bang for your buck, as far as I don't care sports book, I'm just talking about a hotel experience. The most bang for your buck, you're on a budget, South Point is the place to go. It's, you know, five miles south of the Strip. You want to go there. Uh, if you want the best experience, money's not an option, and you just want to, you want good meals, great service, good vibe, you not have to worry about the riffraff or anything. I would say you stay at the win. That's the best place to stay. And I just like I like their sports book as well. Not necessarily player friendly as far as they'll kick you out if you're winning, but at the sports book. But I like the whole vibe and the win. Very, it's it's ritzy, but uh, but I love the win. Can you go the extreme other way? Give a couple there <laughs> that you would suggest against. Could you do that? Suggest not to go, or, or suggest correct, to, to, correct. Uh, oh my bad experience. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, sportsbooks that I don't. I mean, I I'm not necessarily always the one to ask, Bill, because I'm always betting from the friendly confines of my yeah, living that's room. True. Uh, and I I tend to just go to the places I do like. Uh, I really don't have one on top of my head. I'm not I'm not a big fan of the strip the the, the strip sportsbooks. So I mean, whether that's Caesar's Palace or uh, really, any of them that are right there, tight in the strip, the Cosmo, all that. They, they, those aren't necessarily any of those are, are my vibe. Uh, so I, I don't like those particular sports books, I, or at least I try to avoid them. It's not like I hate them, but I I'm not a big crowd guy. I don't go to the strip just for the sports books. I'll put it that way. Brad Powers, BradPowerSports.com, each and every Friday is with us. Brad, tell everybody how they can get your info for football. Yeah, bradpowersports.com, dead top of the page. Click on the Bill King tab. You can get early renewal prices for the 2024 season. So the preview is 41 bucks. The weekly newsletter is 41 bucks, And the first issue will, will go out sometime this summer. So if you want to get your name on that list and get that stuff to you in your hands before anybody else, make sure you're signing up at bradpowersports.com. Click on the Bill King tab. Brad, see you next week. All right. Take care, Bill. Brad Powers with us. Tom and Myrtle Beach says, Bill, and I mentioned this, oh, maybe a month, maybe six weeks ago. He said, just by listening to Brad, and Brad's incredibly informative, but but he said, I sense in a couple of years he's going to go private. I think so, too. I've never talked to him about it. And uh, I hope that day never comes, but I would think that day probably will come. Brad eventually wants to go back to his roots in Ohio, live on a farm and bet, but but not deal with the public and just, just do his thing. I can see that, too. Yeah, I can see that. You know what? I respect that. I'm not going to like that day because that means he's not here anymore. But I respect that from a friendship point of view. I do. 
that's the way he wants to go, then I want him to be – it's more important for him to be happy. No, he loves doing this stuff. Don't get me wrong. But when Tom mentioned earlier he could see the day when Brad fades away and just does all his work privately, I could see that too. Good for him, man. Yeah, good for him. I – First started having him on midweek when he worked for Phil Tinfoil. And he was green, he was young. And even though you could tell he was green and young, you could also tell he had the intellect. I was willing to work with that. You could tell he had the intelligence. He was not faking it. And he's grown into what he is today. All right, we'll get one more break. Omni Nashville Hotel. Wrapping up this earlier wreck we had on 24 westbound at Haywood Lane. There's still a lot of volume out through there coming in through Antioch from Rutherford County as well on 24 westbound. Headed towards Nashville, again leaving Murfreesboro, still crowded down through Millersville on 65 southbound. There's still some stop and go at times. 65 south here at Trinity Lane with that traffic volume just still being a little bit heavy. Hey, 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online. Check them out at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at Navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. The scouts had to come up with a whole new star system just to classify him. It's Bill King. Well, my first time gambling, I was playing blackjack in the Bahamas, made $1,000 after buying $50 in chips. I thought I was gifted after that. I never won at a blackjack table since. I think, and I wouldn't know because I've never been, I've never played blackjack. I've never, I've never bet at a casino. Well, one exception, Tunica, Mississippi. And I had twenty bucks. I said, "That's that's it." And I did the uh, the slot machines, whatever. And I was done probably in ten minutes, five minutes, whatever it was. So I have done that. That's about it. That's that's an interesting story, and I bet you that's a story that's relatively common. Early success, and look, I'd rather have early success than early failure, but it can be very dangerous. Now. Sounds like Lee had everything under control and does it casually, but I'm just saying. Imagine dude goes out to Vegas, some guy, and does well the first time and thinks, man, that's the way the brain works to some. It was, wow, what could I do? If I could make that, what could I do if I did this all the time? Man, I would have the nicest, fancy European sports car, big old mansion, and boom, dead broke. <laughs> gotta be, gotta be careful, man. Illusions of grandeur can be very dangerous. Check your euphoria. I, same same thoughts in the stock market, man. I'm, that's where I love to play, and. Uh, 
something, I can have some success, and I can think, man, just think if you would have done put more in. What would I? Very dangerous thinking. You have to be very careful. There's a guy that's a long time, and I believe he's from Memphis. Stock market guru, I don't know if he's still around, named John Tudor Jones. I believe that was his name. And I don't know, he, he might still be around, but considered one of the brilliant stock market guys. And he had this this saying, he had a bunch of sayings, but one was always protect the downside. First and foremost, no matter what you're doing in that world of, of the stock market, and I'd say the betting, the gambling market, this would be a good, a very good uh, rule of thumb. Always protect the downside, and, and that means as follows. What are you willing to lose and not be upset about it. That's it. What are you willing to lose and be okay with it? Because if if you're gambling and you're going to get mad if you lose, you're dead. You're already dead. You have to know what's my limit. What's healthy, what's, for me, everybody's got their own, right? Emotional. I've heard stories about a guy that's got a million bucks in the stock market, loses 10 grand and gets mad. That's silly. But it's not silly to him. If I had a million bucks, if I was playing with a million bucks and I lost 10 grand, it would not, it would not take one second of my day away from me, meaning mentally. Not at all. I have I've played with a lot. I've never played with a man. I played with a lot of six figures. But 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 it's what what's that number in your head? Same with betting. If you're if you're a better and you're betting a hundred bucks and you're gonna get mad because you lost a hundred, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Always understand and protect the downside. Whatever your ups your upside might be really high, meaning you're willing to put a lot out there to to risk. But always have what the downside is, and make sure you protect that downside. And, again, that number, that's not a a number. Everybody's different. That's not a number that you can share. It's your number. That's your number. Yeah, you do do this enough, you're going to experience all the highs and the lows. But but mine would be from the – from the stock market world. Time in Myrtle Beach. Bill and my wife and I go to Vegas. First time we went, we stayed at the MGM, and it was nice, but the next time we stayed at the Wynn, and we stayed there every time we go. The Wynn is awesome, Bill. Well, I'll probably never know that because I'm just not a let's-go-to-Vegas guy. I've never had the urge. It's never been something that I wanted to do. I've never had a bunch of buddies. Let's We're going to Vegas, Bill. Let's get it. I'm just That's just not my world. Love talking about it with Brad here. Love it. But I'm just no desire, no interest. I'm, I'm not wondering what I don't know. It just, just doesn't seem interesting to me. I'd rather be here watching a college football game. That's what I'd rather be doing. At the Wilco Kiosk location.
Have a good weekend, everybody. Monday, back at it. No guesting on Mondays. No, no, no. Always three hours of extemporaneous long-form conversation on Monday. Fun times. Lodgepop.